We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. We're talking Tuesday's Champions League slate at DraftKings. I'm Adam Zedrick, joined by AJ Scholes. Welcome in, AJ. Uh, Luis Pacheco is gone this week. He's on uh, summer break. The uh, Florida summer break is this week. Last week was the Michigan summer break, so I was gone. Sorry, the spring break. I, I don't. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Not summer break. Spring break. <laughs> AJ. Welcome, man. We're talking Champions League here. How are, how are you feeling about these games? Uh, well, first of all, I need to schedule a vacation, apparently. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing wrong here, that I'm still stuck here in Wisconsin. Apparently, we're the only ones not doing spring right here. So You were um, in Vegas, like, recently, so. That's true. I mean, at this point, it was a couple months ago, but, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I did hit up Vegas a couple months back, so fair point. <laughs> All right, so AJ is an Everton fan. Uh, how do you feel about Liverpool here at Benfica? Liverpool is playing well right now. What? Just give us your uh, your opposing, you know, your Liverpool hatred thoughts here going into this game. Yeah, I mean, I'd bet on Benfica to win. You know, three nothing, something like that. No, I mean, look uh, at the end of the day. Uh, there's a reason that, you know, you you got the odds report up there. There's a reason that they're, you know, 67%, 68% to win here. Um, they they should should cruise. Um, I, you know, compared to some recent uh, recent slates here, it's it's pretty one-sided. I mean, all things considered, uh, Man City and, and Liverpool, heavy favorites, uh, the, the implied goal totals being two for both, like over two for both games, pretty much setting you up. I mean, I guess uh, if you are a, a toffee like myself, maybe it's a good opportunity to use some Benfica guys with the contrarian play. That way, if by some miracle it happens, you're, uh, you know, winning, winning the cash, plus you're not endorsing Liverpool, which is always a, always a good thing. I think just looking at, I'm not positive on these odds. I know Manchester City are home, but I just think the matchup here is more favorable for for Liverpool just based off in terms of goals, maybe not in terms of winning. I like you see you get the point oh seven implied goal total more than Manchester City. I think there's gonna be more goals in this Liverpool Benfica match. Like you can look at some of these results for Benfica. They held Dynamo Kiev scoreless in two matches. They held Barcelona 
pre-Chavi managing uh, scoreless in two matches. You know, they won 1-0 at IX. So you have those results, but then, like, you look at Otamendi and Vertonghen, like, they have the guys, but even in even in league play, I think they're maybe the third best defense in uh, Portugal. So it's not like they're that good defensively, and you can combine that with them giving up nine goals to Bayern Munich uh, in their two group stage matches. So you have that, and then you combine that with the way Atletico play. It seems like you know this is Diego Simeone has had experience against Pep in the, in the past Atletico Barcelona games, you know, so. You have that. You have Atletico just knows how to play against a team like Man City. Maybe it's not enough to win at Man City, but I think it's just going to be more defensive. Like we saw them pretty much contain Manchester United in two matches. I think Manchester United in two matches had an an expected goal total of about 1.5 or 1.6 through two matches. So that's not very much. And I think that's kind of the reason why I just lean with even if uh, I like Manchester City to win more, I don't think that match is going to be as high scoring. So let, let's say Manchester City, you know, they can win 2-0. Maybe they won't have as many chances. But then you can get, like, Liverpool. Maybe that game goes 3-1, 3-2 or something. There's more goals in that in that one. But are you are you thinking along those same lines just, just based off of, you know, Atletico Madrid and Benfica and the way those teams play? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think of the two, I, I probably would be more likely to to stack Liverpool here. Um, yeah, and, and I do think you know to that end though, like there could be more goals in that Benfica game, so maybe there's a few opportunities to use them. Um, but yeah, overall, I would expect like my general strategy would be to maybe get a few extra shares of Liverpool. You're obviously not going to totally skip out. I'm Man City here, um, but yeah, because of that matchup, I, I think it does favor using using Liverpool more. And again, you know, uh, to go back to the, the implied goal totals, it's actually higher for Liverpool at 2.13 than 2.06. I mean, we're we're cutting hair, we're splitting hairs here, but I mean, I still think uh, mm-hmm. there's a reason that that match has the higher or is the higher implied goal total for for Liverpool than Man City. So, yeah, let's just get into it here for forward. It's kind of you got you got the high end of the favorites. I think there are seven starters because you got your three Liverpool guys and then you got Manchester City with Bernardo Silva. So you got seven possible forwards from the favorites. We go we go from the top. We got Mares at 10.3, Salah 9.7, and then you go down Mane 7.7, Bernardo Silva 7.5. I guess I think we have to actually combine the midfield talk here just because De Bruyne is at 10.1. So you just talked about you were on the podcast last week with Manchester City on the slate. Uh, Mares did not start. He did not play at all. But De Bruyne was there. He did start. He did play. He did score. It, it, it's assumed that both these guys are going to start now. What What's the thought process here now going in? We got 10.3 for Mars and De Bruyne at 10.1. What's the thought process going in uh, to this high-level guys here? Well, I think cash game, the, the choice is simple, right? It, it's got to be De Bruyne um, if, if you are picking between the two for, for the cash game. He just has such a better floor in terms of the, the crosses and, and set pieces there. So um, for, for me, I think that's pretty, pretty straightforward. But on the other side, like, you know, GPPs, 
I I really like still using De Bruyne even in even in that option between the two and the fact that you can get you know Salah at at 600 less or, or go with Mane for for really a very steep discount 2600 less I, I think I lend that way. We just got done talking about how we feel like Liverpool has the opportunity to maybe score more goals than City here. Um, so that hefty price tag, if if I'm going to pay up for somebody, I think I prefer to do it for De Bruyne um, than, than for Mares here. And, you know, obviously an argument could be made the other way. I would have to really dive into it, but I doubt you're really putting together a viable lineup that has both. Uh, De Bruyne and Mara's in it. It just doesn't seem like that would necessarily work, um, but you could certainly try. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of my general approach is with those other top guys available like Mane and, and Salah for, for discounts from Liverpool. If you want, and even if you want to stick with City, like so often you, you know, at least for me, I pick one City forward and one of the other ones scores. You know, I, uh, I did not have – I had Foden and uh, not not Gundogan like in the last game. So, you know, I feel like that happens so often um, with them. They have so many options that I'd rather spend down and use Sterling or even Bernardo Silva instead of Mares. That's, that's just my general approach. Um, I like the roster flexibility, obviously, you get by, by spending down there too. I think – so yeah, just based off yeah, you did say De Bruyne had the better better floor, but I think Mares is pretty much right up there. I know, uh, I think Ryan mentioned it maybe in the last podcast or his article rotowire.com, uh, that maybe on the right side that Mares and Foden are, are have been splitting some set pieces lately. But it seems like all three of those guys are taking set pieces. But one thing is that Mares has actually been taking penalties more recently, so that's something. And he has been really good in Champions League, which is why he's more expensive. In, in case you're, in case you're wondering that, I mean, if you look at his Champions League numbers per ninety minutes, he's averaging two point two shots on goal, uh, which is which is a lot. I mean, you look at De Bruyne here; he's 0.65. But again, of course, this includes when De Bruyne wasn't one hundred percent healthy during the season in group stage matches. So, I mean, you can take this; uh, you can look at the stats here, but. Uh, De Bruyne has probably been better overall over the last couple months. Um, but I mean, I think it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier about uh, just Liverpool in terms of the highest scoring match. Like, are, do you want to spend on both De Bruyne and Mares, which would, you know, leave you off of pretty much all the high end Liverpool guys. So I think there's a world in which you could actually fade both Mares and De Bruyne, you know, hope that maybe Manchester City get like, you know, six, seven corners. Uh, so, you know, those guys are all split in set pieces and then Atletico just limit the amount of good opportunities. I mean, it's, it's not impossible to think that, but sure, this is at Manchester, but Atletico have been playing really well lately, probably the best they've been playing all season. We don't know exactly what their formation is going to look like. So we have that. With that said, we got Salah. Uh, he doesn't have the same kind of floor as De Bruyne or Mares. He just he's not on set pieces. But the fact that he takes so many shots, but then you also have to include like he has his foot injury. He was okay uh, against Watford over the weekend. Really didn't do too much. I think he played about sixty nine minutes. So you got Salah. You got these Liverpool guys. Uh, depending on, I mean, if Jota starts, he's seventy two hundred. But it's ex- 
expected that uh, Diaz will start instead because Jota started over the weekend. What are your thoughts on the, these Liverpool guys now? Would you rather, instead of like completely ignoring Mares, maybe, and I guess, you know, Bernardo Silva, we know how inconsistent he is. Would you rather just go like Salah and Diaz or like Diaz and Mane, that kind of thing, just, you know, stack two Liverpool forwards, uh, maybe um, even on the lower end, and then maybe you can still plug in like De Bruyne in the midfield, something like that? Yeah, I definitely think so. Um, I, you know, just kind of building a, a lineup here for uh, my own self, kind of seeing where where things were falling. I, I found definitely again to to have De Bruyne in. Um, I was going with with Sadio Mane because he was the cheapest of of kind of their their three main options there between Diaz and Salah and and Mane. And you know, in fact, you look at the the goal scoring odds; he sits third. Um, well, actually second among pre, pre, uh, presumptive starters here on, on our Rotowire cheat sheets. So I think for me, um, the fact that he's, you know, the, the most cost efficient of those three um, is the one I would look at there. But I, I do agree trying to get some sort of stack maybe um, rather than go with Mares. Uh, I Again, I, I tend to be probably overly so um, looking for, ways to spend down so that I don't have to punt anywhere in my lineup. Um, so I would probably go Mane, Mane and Diaz if I was going to stack those uh, two of those guys. Yeah. That'll allow you, you know, just to spend up at other positions. If you're sure you, you do lose out on Salah in that position in that situation. Uh, but again, they'll be uh, force you to look at. Uh, it depends what we're looking at other positions here, but for Benfica and Atletico, I think you just throw away Atletico here. Uh, I guess that they're in an extreme GPP situation, but I mean, if you just look through Manchester City's game logs, they rarely allow more than one goal. Uh, like they have, you know, the Tottenham game, Leicester games, where they've allowed three goals, that kind of thing. But otherwise, like they've allowed one goal in their last five. Sure, Laporte and Stones aren't their. Uh, I mean, I guess when without Ruben Diaz, but I mean, still, these are top level guys. It's not like this is, you know, not a bad back line. They've been fine without Ruben Diaz, but so I, I'd kind of throw out Griezmann. I'd kind of throw out Joe Felix. I like get 6K. How much of the ball are they going to have? You're basically hoping for a goal because their floor is going to be probably around five points. So at, at that point, you're looking at you got Darwin Nunez at 5,600, Rafa Silva, 5,200. Uh, depending on who else starts, Yerim Chucks, 4,900, and uh, Ramos, Goncalo Ramos has started the last two, or started the last two against Ajax. He had seven shots in that home game against him, and he's 4,500. So uh, I guess what, uh, how much, would we want to spend on one of these Benfica guys in our forward spots, or would that be like a situation of where we're, we're looking at the utility uh, range for for looking at any of these Benfica guys, I guess. I mean, they are, they are home. So that has to account for something. Yeah, certainly. Um, that that's definitely an option. I, I don't hate the idea of, of Darwin Nunez. Uh, if you're, if you're going to go, I think goals could be a possibility there. I totally agree though. I, I would not necessarily look at, at a Griezmann or, or a Jao Felix just because their salary doesn't make it worthwhile. Um, Whereas, you know, if you're paying less than 6K for Nunez or even, let, you know, under 5K for, for Ramos, like, yeah, then then I think 
if they have a couple shots, it's a, it's a little bit more. Um, I, I don't know the right word. It's eluding me right now, but it makes a little more sense to to pay down and uh, you know take the risk of that lesser production. Whereas when you're up around six, um, for for the the Atletico guys, like it just doesn't work um, for me. If again, if they don't score, obviously if they do, that's that's a different case. But right. Um, yeah, using Benfica, I, I would probably, in terms of the forwards, um, I, I do like that option just because they're they're so much cheaper. Yeah, I, I'd argue that the Benfica guys have a better floor than the Atletico guys, and I think that's kind of kind of the point we're trying to to give here is that why are you spending up six k for for Griezmann and Felix when the guys for Benfica have probably the same floor and maybe just as much upside in a game that's going to be a little more up and down than like this Man City Atletico match. It just seems like there's going to be a lot of possession. There's going to be a lot of, you know, passing around Manchester City, you know, passing around like 30, 40 yards out and Atletico kind of just hoping to, to find something on the counter or that kind of thing. And that, I mean, that's usually how these Manchester City matches go, but a lot of times that's also how Atletico matches go because that's, that's just the way they play. So uh, that you know, that's. Uh, I guess that makes Atletico guys better in GPPs. But at, at, as you say, maybe they score, maybe Griezmann or Felix score, but maybe they're still going to get 13 points. So, like, how much, how big of a difference is that going to be? So, um, I guess for midfield now, uh, I mean, pretty much all these guys at the top end are all forward eligible, and we have pretty much talked about all of them already. So you got De Bruyne in there, 10.1k. I think that's. That's a pretty safe, you know, cash option in there. I mean, you can scroll down the list. You got Gunduan and Graylish, but it's not expected those guys are going to play. They both started over the weekend, um, I believe. Yep. Yes. Yes, Graylish did. Yeah. So they both went 90s over the weekend. So you got those guys. It doesn't seem like they're going to start. I mean, then you can, <laughs> then you got to scroll down. Uh, so you get with these, these Champions League two game slates. Just, does anyone even uh, come into consideration here? Like if you spend up for two, two guys at forward and you spend up for De Bruyne, like you're kind of left with like looking for value options, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, if, if you don't want to use, like if you don't want to use De Bruyne, maybe you could make an argument for, for Foden, but I just, you know, if you're already paying eight, it is a big jump to go up to De Bruyne, but if you're already going to pay eight and a half for the midfielder, why not? Why not make that jump, right? I guess if you wanted to get Mares and an extra share, um, you could go with Foden in that midfield. But yeah, I think the for me, uh, I'd rather look, you know, further down and and get some of those those value options um, in there. You know, uh, if you want to go like really value um, Fabiano for uh, for Liverpool, uh, it comes in super cheap, thirty-two hundred. But you know, there there's um, a chance to you know get an extra share of of Liverpool. A chance maybe he picks up an assist or something. Uh, Rody for for City, forty-three hundred, obviously. Um, and again, you know, I I do think this might be a good spot where at you know an Atletico guy might make sense. Yana Carrasco could be an option here as well. Um, if he does in fact, uh, get back into the starting 11 here. So for me, uh, I really do kind of think like you're either at the top or you're, you're way down. There's just no, 
really good viable options in the middle. Obviously if, if lineups change um, it, it's possible, but uh, even, even so like if, if Graylish were to start like 6,400 is just such this weird middle ground for his inconsistencies right now. Same with like, you know, Jota or uh, Firmino, like either one of those guys, like they're so just, um, you know, kind of stuck in the middle that if you're going to hit those, you might as well pay up for, for some of the bigger guys. Right. Caresco is a guy, he'd probably come in for Reyna and Lodi there on the left side. Uh, he's coming back from a nose injury. Uh, he, but, he, you know, he's, he's been in and out of the lineup for the last two months. So even if he starts, I'm not sure if he's ready for a full 90. Like that's still in the 4,600 range against Manchester City. So like what, what exactly are you hoping for there? I mean, you could say that about pretty much all these uh, Atletico midfielders here. Like, Urente is down at 3,500, but what are you hoping from in, in that spot? Uh, like you said, Fabinho, I mean, he's not – he's one of those defensive midfielders, but, I mean, in the game that could have goals, like we've seen him score already this season, so that wouldn't be uh, overly shocking. And same with, same with Rodri. And, I mean, I guess any of these – like you can look at Jordan Henderson, 4,200, like pretty much just pretty much all these cheaper guys that are playing for the favorites. It's just kind of what we're stuck with uh, on this one. But I guess maybe if you don't want to do that strategy, if you don't want De Bruyne, uh, you know, it's not, it's not a given that sure. Maybe he can get 10 points, but maybe he doesn't make the score sheet. Uh, and, you know, 10 points at 10.1 K that's, it's not really going to do a ton for you. So maybe it's going to cash games. But if you're looking at GPPs, what if it's like fade De Bruyne and then you look at, you know, Foden and Sterling, put those guys together or, you know, everyone's favorite Bernardo Silva, uh, the favorite GPP option. Cause you know, he's, he's either getting 30 points or he's getting two points. So uh, like, what do you just, do you think that's, I mean, how, I guess any strategy really is, is possible in GPPs, but do you just like that? Just if you fade De Bruyne, do you like going with the two other Manchester City guys? Or would you even just go like three of Liverpool's attackers, three Liverpool forwards instead uh, of, of going uh, two Manchester City guys? Yeah, I think for me, I, I would flip the script and, and go with the three, uh, the three Liverpool uh, forwards here or midfielders, whatever combination you want to put them in there. Um, I, I like that a little bit better because, you know, if, if those guys, you know, Foden or, um, you know, Sterling, if, if a couple of those guys get goals, there's a decent chance. Again, like you said, it's, it's not guaranteed, but there's a decent chance that De Bruyne would be involved in that um, as a possibility. So for me, if, if you're going to fade De Bruyne, I just, I go full flip and probably look at the the entire, you know, Liverpool front three, if you will, whatever you want to – I know they don't play a front three, but um, those top three guys there for them. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you do the fade De Bruyne, maybe it's better to just actually look at, you know, Joel Cancelo or, like, center backs instead, or, or even Rodri. Just, like, hope for the random goal where – the ball is, you know, sitting around the top of the box and, you know, defensive midfielder comes in, blasts at home, that kind of thing. Like this is, this is something that's why Fabinho has a couple goals the last couple months, like just random goals that happen like that. And I mean, it's an Atletico match and they play super defensive and like, like that's kind of 
in these, you know, quarterfinals, higher up we get in Champions League. Not every goal is like, I don't know, Kylian Mbappe making magic on the wing and just roasting <laughs> defenders, that kind of thing. Like, there are random goals. And when you put, like, two elite teams against each other, uh, you know, weird stuff can happen. So, you know, maybe Manchester City win 2-0, but maybe none of those goals come from De Bruyne, Sterling, Mahrez, or Foden. Like, that's that's not that wouldn't be that surprising, I guess. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's um, I actually you may have talked me into into that here, Adam. Uh, the yeah, that kind of random goal play um, for against Atletico. I I do like that that possibility, and and that's a really good point. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe there is an option to to kind of punt and and go further down. But yeah, I, I I will I will stick with the the Liverpool attack though. That's still going to be kind of my my main strategy here going into this one. But uh, maybe I'll toss in uh, Rodri for for S and G's as it were. <laughs> we're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So, Defender here. It's like if we're spending on three guys at midfield and forward, you're basically not going to have room for TAA unless like you're punting at maybe three positions uh, unless you're going with, you know, one of the cheaper goalkeepers. It seems like TAA while, you know, a regular cash option, cash dominant guy, he's at 8,200. Now this is actually the most he's been in champions league this season. So you put that into the mix and just in general, just a way match. It seems like, Liverpool fullbacks don't always have the same floor in Champions League. And then you got you just go down 1,500. You got Robertson. Are you looking at either of these guys first off? And I guess just for GPPs, it, it seems like Alexander-Arnold is like a clear GPP option because how many people are going to be able to fit him in their lineup? Like he's not going to be as popular as, 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 you know, these Premier League slates, I guess. So – TAA GPPs and then Robertson cash games. Is that, is that kind of what we're thinking? Yeah. I mean, I, I do. I think the, the price difference on Robertson is going to like essentially force people to probably use him. Um, and so then, yeah, if you can figure out a way to get, to get Alexander Arnold in, uh, I agree. I think his, his drafted percentage should be kind of down because of that, that salary price tag. Um, but I, I think the other option too, is to look at, you know, if you, if you want to spend down, look at the, the city, uh, wingbacks as it, you know, Cancelo and Zinchenko, like they're definitely way cheaper. 
Um, you know, their Cancelo obviously gets, you know, s- some more work there um, than Zinchenko. So he'd probably be my pref- preference between the two, but you can make an op- a, a good argument for either. Uh, I will say this is probably the spot that I'm, I'm most interested in targeting a, a player from Benfica. Uh, Grimaldo at, at 53, um, you know, the, the argument obviously is how much of the ball are they, are they actually going to have? Um, but I do think he has a chance of, you know, continuing to rack up points. He's been getting the majority of set pieces for Benfica um, and, and should still be able to produce um, even, even as, you know, the, the underdog in, in this one. I think, I don't know, I think the price is kind of extreme on Grimaldo, just if you're, like, looking at these other games here. They are home, but, like, this is Liverpool. You look at the games against Bayern Munich and Barcelona, and, like, his four never surpassed six points. And, like, he hit 9.8 points at Bayern Munich, but he had an assist in that game. Like, all his big games are pretty much, like, you have those two IX games where he was awesome. Uh, there's no denying that, but... Liverpool is not Ajax. So do you want to spend 5,300 on a Grimaldo? Sure, there's a, a set piece here and there, that kind of thing. Or go down, I guess. Uh, I get, Would Grimaldo be your second defender, or is he going to be your first defender kind of a thing? Um, for me, uh, I, I actually ended up, you know, I, I tend to avoid this, but I, I'm looking at potentially paying up for, for both and trying to get in. Um get a share of, of both sides. Um, so Zinchenko was, was my target on, on city there. Uh, I like getting him in. You obviously have the, the clean sheet percentage. It's uh, pretty high up there for the, for this one. Um, so I think that's, that's kind of a bonus there. Obviously I'm not expecting Benfica to get a clean sheet. Um, so, you know, that's, that's kind of off the board. So that does, um, yeah, that does make a good argument for maybe paying down on him, but I do think um, the the opportunity should still be there. You make a good point that that Liverpool is not Ajax, obviously, but um, I I don't know. I I have a maybe I'm just going by my gut here, but I, I have a good feeling about that spot and and getting somebody from Benfica because I do think they'll potentially score a goal, um, and then I like kind of comboing with Sinchenko like some of the cross work from him. Um, and a little bit of the the potential chance for a clean sheet without just going totally like clean sheet hunting with a guy like John Stones or, or something like that. I will say there is a chance Nathan Ake starts uh, on at fullback. It's I mean it's not a given that Zinchenko is going to start. Um, there's you know Pep changes things up here and there. He has used center backs at fullback in the past. I think it was the first match against Sporting Lisbon. Uh, of course, Ruben Diaz was, was in that starting 11 then. But, I mean, Ake has played left back at times. So, like, there's a chance. Like, it's Cancelo and Ake, and Ake is at uh, 3,500. So, that will be something to look at. I'm not – you know, it's probably like a 20% <laughs> chance of happening. But it's it's still possible where Zinchenko doesn't start. Um, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do at defender. I mean, you can – it's just there's Robertson and Cancelo sitting here, 67, 6,500, and then trying to to work that in with your goalkeeper. Like you got the center backs, the 4K center backs. 
Uh, that seems like a lot here, and in, in, especially in cash games. Like, what are you? What are you trying to go for? Like five points here at four K. I'm not sure how much that's going to get you. But then at that point, if you're spending up at two defenders, you probably got to spend down at goalkeeper. So you got Jan Oblak at thirty seven hundred and Vlachodimos at thirty nine hundred. I, I assume it looks like you're going to spend down at goalkeeper from based off of what you're trying to build here, right? Uh. Actually, no. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I I do think uh, I do think you make a really good point. Like, for how much those those center backs are, again, I'm I'm not I'm personally not really expecting Liverpool to come out and and go clean sheet here. Um, so you know, Matip and Van Dyke like really don't have a ton of value at at that point. Um, and I, you know, you made a great point about the like city defenders, John Stones at 3,900 Laporte 4k, like that's a lot to pay for basically just a clean sheet. I mean, you know, maybe Stones or Van Dyke gets their head on one. I mean, that's certainly possible. It's not outside of the realm of possibility that they would pick up a goal. Um, I would love if Ake got in to the game. I think I would use him in a heartbeat, um, just because of that, that price tag there. So um, yeah, I just, you know, and then from there, like, are you really going to try and figure out like, you know, are you going to put in Vertonghen or Savek? Like, no. <laughs> right. I mean, there's little to no chance yeah. on, on that one. So you really, you kind of find yourself in this kind of tough spot, I think with the slate on the defenders where you kind of almost have to pay up because if you're going to give, you know, if you're going to use 3,900 for John Stones, like, well, why not use a little bit more for Zinchenko, you know? So that's kind of where I landed. I, I didn't love any of the the defensive options either, which is why I think you're really kind of down to, you know, the top five guys in, in the price range here, maybe six, um, and then go from there. All right. It's either pay up for one of those top guys or just go for a center back and hope uh... – Hope one of them scores kind of a thing. And I guess that goes to goalkeeper here. You know, it seems like just based off what we're saying, Manchester City more likely to get the clean sheet. I don't think either one of us are going to go with Alisson here at 5,700. Liverpool away. Uh, maybe he's going to get more saves in Ederson, but uh, that's, that's a lot to pay for. So you're basically hoping maybe Ederson will get a save. Hopefully, you know, get the win clean sheet there at 5,900. Just just comparing this here, what? So would you rather? Would you what? What cheap goalkeeper would you rather use if you're stuck in this low range sub four K here? Um, I guess for me, uh, and I'll I'll be honest, I'm gonna butcher his name. So I would rather just use the Benfica goalkeeper. Um, <laughs> I'll let you say his name. I'm I'm so bad at names. I apologize to anybody who's listening or watching this. But um, yeah, I. I think there's an outside chance that Benfica could maybe win. Like I have more confidence that Benfica could pull off an upset than I do for Atletico Madrid. And you talked about at the start, like how defensively Atletico plays. So I'm not sure Oblak's going to get like enough shots to make it worthwhile. So if you use the Benfica keeper, he's not going to cost you a ton. I anticipate he'll see plenty of shots. And there's maybe an outside chance that he could win. So between those two, I, I like the Benfica keeper instead. 
as I said at the top of the podcast, AJ is an Everton fan. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so we got full that disclosure. There. Yes, <laughs> uh, but I will say. Uh, Vlad Chidimos here, the Benfica goalkeeper, does not have a negative number in Champions League yet this season. I mean, that dates back to, you know, the qualifying back in August. But, I mean, you look even in, like, a 4-0 loss against Bayern, 0.5 points. He made four saves while allowed long four goals. When he allowed five goals, he made seven saves. Uh, allowed two goals against Ajax last round, made seven saves, still hit 10 points. So the thing is, you're hoping – like, but we were talking. If you want, do you think you'd still use Lechadimos if you're using three Liverpool forwards? Though, is that kind of risky? No, it certainly is. Yeah, I mean, so uh, again, the the question wasn't whether or not I'm going to use three Liverpool forwards and you know pay down for one of those keepers. Uh, the question was of the two keepers, which would I rather pay down for? So, um, I, I think for me, I'll probably still land on Ederson. Um, yeah, you have to pay up, but I just I think that's the best the best play for kind of the rest of my strategy here. Now, again, I'm you know I'm a single lineup guy. I build one lineup and, and just roll with it there. And um, so if you're if you're multi lineuping, then I think a lot of these strategies are in play. Um, you know, maybe you go with you know like a Ster- Sterling Foden, um, Fade Mares, and uh, De Bruyne. And kind of, you know, go with a couple more of those guys and then use the Benfica keeper just and not really use ton of the the Liverpool guys. Maybe you try and go Mares and, you know, Rodri for, you know, that odd goal kind of option in, in that play. So I think there's different options available on what, you know, we've kind of outlined a, a handful of them. But for me, I like the the kind of the Liverpool guys and then flipping on the other side and going with Ederson uh, in goal. Yeah, it seems like the smart cash option. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to plug this into mine here. And like the difference of, you know, you're saving 2000 if you're going Ederson or you're going with the, one of the cheaper guys. And I mean, depending where you're at, like you're not really saving a ton in, in this. Like you, you could be looking at, uh, Vlachidimos and like the Grimaldo range, uh, you know, those other guys in that range, uh, Carrasco, maybe you can get up to, to Nunez 5,600 or like you go down from there, you take away 2000 and like, it, it's, it's, it's kind of ugly, uh, <laughs> like depending on if Ake starts, but like the specific one I was in, I, I'm stuck with 3000 left in my utility and there's really nothing down there. Uh, so I guess I, I'll say that it's not the worst plan to, if you're using two, three Liverpool forwards to actually use Lachidimos just because the saves are there. Uh, I was looking at the, the Premier League numbers, Liverpool, sure they have the most goals in the league, but they also have the most shots on goal in the league, in the Premier League. So like maybe, as I said with that with those Bayern Munich matchups, maybe Liverpool score two three goals, but maybe Vlachidimos makes four or five saves. So you're still in the positive in that, and like it, it seems like it's automatic that Vlachidimos is going to get at least two saves. Uh, so like when when you look at that and it's like okay, if he makes at least two saves, 
uh, and maybe only allows two goals. Like you're, you're not losing because of that. Uh, like we saw over the weekend, I had, uh, I guess it was yesterday. What, Dubra- I started Dubrovka. Uh, he finished with like negative seven or something uh, against Tottenham because Tottenham scored five goals. I think all five in the second half or something. But it, it doesn't seem like Vlachodimos is going to have a situation where like he makes one save and allows four goals. So I think it's possible uh, maybe not the best idea, but it's it's at least reasonable to get the Benfica goalkeeper and, you know, maybe still hope for still maybe a couple goals, but just a ton of shots on goal. Maybe, you know, Salah, Mane, those guys are just plastering on net. Bunch of shots, maybe some off net, maybe some on goal. So it's goalkeeper. We've talked about 10 minutes on it. Uh, I think I think my move is I'm just looking at Ederson or Vlachodimos. I guess Oblak is in there. Uh, I I guess he's about the same as Vlachodimos. Uh, uh, that was my takeaway with it. Okay. Like if, if you're if you're going if you're going down, just go down, right? Like don't don't get stuck in in the middle here. <laughs> right. Okay. So. I guess that's it here. We uh we got forty minutes to talk about a two game slate. Do you got does any do you want to highlight any other player here uh before we before we sign off? Uh, is there any you got a, a Benfica guy that you think is gonna score or what? Um, I mean just as like a, a, a toss in to you know try and uh try and catch something, you know, building out. I, I landed on uh Mario for thirty three hundred. Uh, hoping to catch something. Admittedly, that's that's just it's like sort of a punt. But uh, you know, the nice thing about the Rotowire uh, cheat sheets here is you can set filters. And I had like thirty nine hundred left for my uh, my utility spot. So I just took a look at you know who's got the highest floor um, or highest. Uh, yeah, highest fantasy points per 90 minutes under 3,900. That's what I had left. Landed on Jao uh, Mario for Benfica. Again, I, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Liverpool will get a clean sheet here, so I don't mind going in with with a Benfica player. Um, and, yeah, he like I said, he has the highest points per 90 minutes of anybody under that 3,900 range, um, and that's what I had left after building out the rest of my lineup. All right, there we go. Yeah, the Benfica midfield, it's not guaranteed who's going to start, but we have Tarap, uh, João Mario, and Julian Weigel. Out of those three guys, Mario uh, has the best floor. He's 3,300. He's in the middle range right there. Julian Weigel is 3,100. And, you know, he's probably going to get one or two points. So <laughs> there you go. But uh, I think that's all we got here. We it's a two game slate. So, and we got two massive favorites. So that's kind of where we're at. I think we're both leaning towards more goals in the Liverpool Benfica match. And I guess maybe we're both hoping that the Manchester city goal, if they score, assuming they score, will come from one of the defenders or uh, one of the midfielders, not named Bernardo Silva. I don't know. I still haven't decided if I'm going <laughs> to use Bernardo in one of my GPPs. It just seems like, once every, I don't know, 10 matches in over the past few months, it's like no one else is doing anything, but Bernardo Silva, here's, here's two goals. Here's a brace. And, you know, he's just going to break the slate by himself. So, you know, it's always, if you play multiple lineups, it's always uh, 
worth it to to think of Bernardo Silva. But you know, he also loses you a lot of money as well. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for for anybody listening or watching, like probably don't use Raheem Sterling because I'm going to. Um, inevitably, if I use a city forward, they're not the one that scores. That just always seems to be the case for me. So, uh, you know, just a general uh, jinx superstition uh, piece of advice there. I, I like Raheem Sterling in this one, so maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, if it, uh, you've been watching on YouTube, I got the Rotowire cheat sheet up, rotowire.com slash Soccer trial, free 10-day trial, no credit card required to get all this information on there. And also we have Ryan Belongi's article. Uh, this is on lock, so you got to be a subscriber to look at it as well. So rotowire.com slash soccer trial. It's Tuesday Picks. We will be back. I'll be back with someone. I don't know yet. Uh, we'll see what happens in the next 24 hours. But thanks for joining us on monday talk tuesday's champions league slate aj at aj schultz 24 i am at rota's drug aj thanks for thanks for joining me and we'll see you at some point in the future